Michelle Constant on SAFM. We're going to go straight into our next story, and it really is a fascinating one. So you may not know this, but in the beginning of the 20th century, there were around 500,000 rhinos living throughout Africa and Asia. Today, there's less than 30,000. And obviously, with COVID-19, more than ever, we are seeing the poaching of rhinos in uh, areas like the Kruger National Park and the like. There's a project that has aligned rhino poaching, or the uh, ending of it, hopefully, and soccer. It seems like a strange combination, but on the line with us, we have Matt Bracken, who is the president of the Wild and Free Foundation, to talk to us about the Rhino Cup, which is a football or soccer league of difference. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. It is such, such a pleasure to be with you this morning. And hello, South Africa. Good morning, South Africa. And To be on SAFM is a super big pleasure. So thanks, Michelle. Hi. Matt, the Rhino Cup, what is the link between soccer and uh, the anti-poaching of, uh, you know, and the the support of rhinos? Um, You know, Michelle, I think it's a, a good time to start by saying Black Lives Matter. And here we are dealing with a similar thing here in America. Uh, that we're doing there with the Rhino Cup in Mozambique. Um, we, we, we found that there was a population that was struggling, that was sort of forgotten, that it wasn't heard, yeah. um, and that was, that was a little bit angry, resentful, and didn't have opportunities like the rest of us. And Rowan, Mel, and I thought, let us go and, and see how we can, we can help. And just like our president here, Mr. Donald Trump, should be doing, he should listen. And we listened, and we said, how can we help? And these villages in Mozambique, the people said, we could use help with a football league. And so we said, okay, so we listened. And that was the thing, Michelle. We went and we listened, and we did what they said that, you know, we could help them with. And that was a soccer league. That was a football league in the villages where the rio poachers generally come from or live that have no opportunities that have been forgotten that are resentful and all we did was listen and we brought we helped with what they they wanted help with you know this has been part of a documentary and i did watch some of uh, the documentary and what what was intriguing for me was this idea that people will say I need a football or a soccer league as opposed to saying I need money. It's a very different conversation. I mean, ultimately, the amount of money that people are getting by poaching a rhino is money that could support them for many, many months, although for many other people, it may not seem like a lot of money at all. What was the rationale for them to say, no, actually, what we need is soccer? Right, right. Well, you know, when we... The money, the money for the rhino horn, and the money, I think everybody thinks everybody is, is out for the money. But when we talked to everybody, there was a feeling just of, no, we just want to be included. We want to be included in life, in this wonderful thing that everybody else is doing that has opportunities. And so what I used to think was, why don't we just pay the poachers not to poach? Yeah. That seems like the best idea. And then, and then this thing, they're like, it's not so much about the money. And then you realize it's only a few people in the community that are benefiting. 
and you talk to the older generation, and they're tired of the young generation with the pumping music and all the money now coming in without any, without the, the knowledge of, of what we should do with this money. So it's not really the money. It's more of the attitude that will someday, when the money comes through opportunities, that, that people will know what to do with that money. They can, of course, do whatever they want with it. But right now, the money is, is, is kind of the disastrous part of the whole thing. So, Matt, um, tell us about the, the Ryder Cup Soccer League. Thanks, Michelle. It is my favorite topic in my <laughs> life. Yes. Um, okay, so way back when, uh, Rowan Mel, and I want to say hi to Lila and Liam and Genevieve, his wonderful wife. Rowan, a South African. Uh, I met this crazy guy back in 2011, and we went through pro-track anti-poaching ranger training. And we would sing songs about castrating the poachers, shoot to kill, right? The poacher was the bad guy. That was our enemy. And over time, we just kind of realized that, you know, killing and arresting poachers wasn't the long-term solution. So that's when we went and said, okay, how can we help? And what I have been truly amazed about, at first I thought, okay, we're going to bring some football gear, some, uh, some kits, uh, some balls, some, some boots and whatnot. And, but then I realized they were well, well into their football leagues. They were, might have been playing with a, you know, an empty plastic water bottle or some socks that were taped up with some uh, you know, tape that came from a package. And all we did was we brought kits, we brought uniforms, we created a committee, we trained the referees, we paid the referees, we paid people to transport the teams back and forth so they can play each other, which was one of the things of the quote-unquote comment card of the league, that now these communities are having this relationship with each other because they have away games. And they have uniforms and they're proud of their team and they have practice and they have games every week. And now they have hope and they're part of the team and boredom and idleness, as you know, are big reason for poaching and is poverty. And the league is bringing in job creation with referees, transporters, our committee and prize money. And it's bringing in a something to do and something to do that these people are passionate for. Now that we have a, we have the men's league and we have a women's league now. The women's league is through the schools. So you're dealing with teen pregnancy, school dropouts. And with the men, you're dealing with, you know, 50% of the, of the young men in this, these communities drop out of school. And the first thing that they do when they drop out of school is become a rhino poacher. And so the whole soccer program isn't meant to completely, obviously, stop rhino poaching. It's one step. It's a little crack in the door. And from that, what we hope to bring is a little happiness, some hope. And from those two things spring great things. So, and so we just know that our soccer isn't the whole thing. It's a little part of it, but it's a great little ripple. It's a, Matt, it's a little Matt, ripple. How, how are you funding this? Are you getting um, donations? What's the deal? Yes. I'm going to have a sip of my tea. <laughs> you do that. We, Here's how we fund this, Michelle. 70% of the funding is me personally. 30% is donors. Uh, Rowan and I started Wild and Free Foundation back in 2014. 
and we were we were originally doing scholarships and and gear uh, and scholarships for training uh, for rangers, and we still get it that you must the rangers must still protect the rhinos in the park. You must need that person between the rhino and the poacher. But when we went to the communities, that has made all the difference. And so our tribe, what we call our donors, uh, is growing. And it started out 100% me, and now it's 70% and 30% the tribe. And so we're slowly, slowly getting donors um, and sponsors for the teams. And our big goal is to get a, a few big sponsors, you know, your, your sports companies of the world or we need some big underwriters of the league, and then and then we still want each and every team to be individually sponsored by a person, a family, or a company, um, or whatnot. So that brings our, our donors and our tribe into the league, but also we're looking for a big overall sponsor or two. Matt, uh, give us the details uh, of how people can connect with the uh, Wild and Free Foundation, and also have a look at the video on the Rhino Cup. Thank you, Michelle. Um, the greatest thing anybody could do right there uh, is go to, it's called Football Shorts, okay? Football, football the game, shorts, like your shorts that you wear, or a short film. Footballshorts.org forward slash the Rhino Cup footballshorts.org forward slash the Rhino Cup. And that is viewing through there, actually only, I think, today only, which is strange, but footballshorts.org slash the Rhino Cup. Or, of course, you can go to a couple other websites, wildandfreefoundation.org or the Rhino Cup Champions League.org. And the Rhino Cup Champions League was, um, you know, the name came, of course, the Rhino. And then Rowan went to, into a store, and there's this beautiful Rowan or uh, Rhino trophy. And so the Rhino Cup, and then we had to hit, say champions. The Rhino Cup Champions League. Fantastic. RhinoCupChampionsLeague.org. Matt Bracken, president of the Wild and Free Foundation, talking about the Rhino Cup uh, Champions League. And that's a uh, football with a difference.